Welcome to The Everyday Heroine. This podcast is meant to inspire women's leadership to help encourage women to discover the truth about what they are capable of. Hey, it's Maria with another episode of The Everyday Heroine. In celebration of Valentine's Day, it is my honor to bring you an episode dedicated to falling in love. We are taking an adventure down Relationship Alley to explore the many different ways we can fall deeper in love with life. The wonderful thing about the topic of love is that it is a common language everywhere we go. No matter who you are and where you are in the world, everyone understands love to some extent. No one seems to argue with the idea of falling deeper in love with something. I feel like I can safely say that everyone wants to fall deeper in love with something. Maybe the something that they fall deeper in love with can be up for argument, but love is that common thing that connects every human being to one another. It is that one thing we have in common. So let's explore this love thing and see where it takes us. Now that I started this topic of love, You may already have something in mind. I'm so curious to discover what comes up in your mind as soon as I suggest falling deeper in love. Is it a person, place, or a thing? Or maybe it is more than one thing. Is your mind racing with images of all the things you love? Is it your family, friends, a car, or a house that you have made a home? Is it something like ice cream, a fine dining experience, or a walk through the woods? Maybe it's a favorite vacation spot where you can repeatedly build loving memories over a lifetime. As we take this adventure, let's walk ever so slowly down the path into deeper love. To do this, let's first make a commitment to savoring the journey. We can keep in mind that the joy is in the journey and not the destination. Where there is more joy, there are more pathways to more love. Many different paths, one journey. I like to explore concepts like love in the same way that I create things in life. I like to slow things way down. For example, when I worked as an engineer, there were many times when I had to create something brand new from scratch. Sometimes that meant that I had a blank piece of paper, and sometimes that meant I had a blank system where I had to write the first lines of code for the first time. It can be pretty scary and overwhelming to create something from nothing. The first time I did it in my career, I sat and stared at that blank screen or piece of paper for a very long time. I didn't know where or how to begin. I felt the fear of the unknown. Even after taking some classes on the how-tos of writing code, it is still petrifying to do it for yourself in a real-life situation. Let's call fear the opposite of love for all intents and purposes. 
With my blank screen in front of me and fear all around me, I would eventually tippy-toe around in the shallow waters of code, really slowly, inching toward the deep end. Actually, as I learned to write code, it is highly advantageous to take one line of code at a time and slowly think about what you are trying to do so that when the code is running in real life and at high speed, your code is robust enough to handle all of the scenarios. I find this strategy to work well for matters of the heart as well. Let's think about love for a moment. When you have a blank relationship, how do you enter into that relationship with love? Are you slow and strategic? Are you fast and reckless? Are you giving someone your flower on the first date? Maybe you take a lost and aloof approach and throw all responsibility into the hands of the universe. I imagine that most listeners have had enough experiences in life to say that this is not their first rodeo in matters of love in life. So I want to challenge you on this journey to deeper love. Let's pick one thing that you want to fall deeper in love with. What is it? It does not have to be something that you already know. If you are looking for a new relationship, then you can pick that for this part of the exercise. Is it a person, place, or a thing? It is nice to have choices. Let's pick one for this exercise. In this adventure, we are going to exercise our love muscles a lot. So have fun. Now that we have one thing to fall deeper in love with, let's take it through the paces. First thing we are going to do is just imagine that one thing you are falling deeper in love with. Simply hold it in your imagination. You already know the reasons why you love this thing. As you hold it in your imagination, you are going to slow things down. Just savor the reason or the reasons why you love this thing in your mind. If thoughts of fear come up, or if thoughts that are not loving thoughts come up, simply say, you are not invited to this party. You can go away now. Simply refocus your mind back to all of the loving thoughts you have about this one thing. Hold those thoughts in your mind. It can be just one thought or many. Hold it there. This is kind of how I eventually fell in love with writing code. Eventually, after the fear subsided, or the good fear kicked in, I'm going to lose my job if I don't write this code, I was able to get into flow. Being in flow is an important love muscle to use on a regular basis. It produces happiness, even when you are doing a task that we may not like or enjoy. Being in flow is a mechanism that brings us more joy and happiness. And like I said... Joy is in the journey, and joy is a pathway to love. The more flow I created while writing code, the more I fell in love with writing code. 
As you continue to imagine the love that you have for that one thing that you want to fall deeper in love with, do you notice what happens inside of you? Are you feeling more love inside of you? Hold those loving thoughts and focus on that love that you have for that one thing. Are you feeling like a love factory pumping out love into that one thing that you want to find deeper love with? I hope you feel that love. I'm feeling that love as I walk you through this exercise. I'm imagining all the love I have for my listeners. And I slow that down really slow. I fill my heart with love for the love I have for you right now as you imagine something you love. Not in a weird way, in a genuine way. The way true love is supposed to be. I imagine that I am creating a slow-moving stream of love that comes from me It goes into this episode that eventually gets to the ears of my listeners and then starts to create more love. This literally becomes a love factory. Now, once you have your flow of love going, imagine you can take my love and feed it into your love. Kind of like writing code, once I have a few lines created or a functional piece done, I speed it up. I usually find some bugs when I do this, and I work them out. Then I imagine the process I'm controlling at full speed and a little beyond to work out the final pieces before it goes live. Here's a simple truth I want to share with you about creating deeper loving relationships. Whatever your person, place, or thing is, you have a relationship to it. That relationship begins with the thoughts in your head. When you do the exercise as I'm suggesting here, you have the ability to experience and generate love from within yourself. You are a love factory. Let me review the simple steps of the exercise. First, you pick something you want to have a deeper loving relationship with. That can be a person, place, or a thing. Then you slow things down and imagine the love you already have for that thing. In slow mode, you make sure you have a solid focus on the love you have without any fear of anti-love thoughts. Once you have a flow of love going into the image of your relationship to that thing you want to love deeper You begin to speed up the flow of love. You recognize that you are a love factory. You can successfully pick the object you want to love in your mind and send love to it. You notice that love comes from within you and you can pump as much love as you want into your relationship with the things you choose in life. You are a love factory. You also have a choice not to love and to be hateful. The first P of the three P's that an everyday heroine practices is peace for a reason. An everyday heroine realizes that when she is not practicing peace, 
She is practicing hate. I call attention to the everyday part of being an everyday heroine. Bringing more peace to the world begins with each one of us, and it is a daily practice to work against hate so that you can create love. Let's take a few more passes on the exercise for deeper loving relationships. We think it is easier for us to love someone else than to love ourselves. But Brene Brown has set me straight on this thought error. Brene helped me to understand that you can only love someone else as much as you love yourself. I am wondering how many of you chose yourself as the object for the first exercise. If you chose yourself the first time, then I challenge you to choose something different this time. If you did not choose yourself the first time, then take a moment to imagine yourself as the object that you want to fall deeper in love with. You have a relationship with yourself. How well do you know how deep your love is for yourself? For this next sequence, feel free to pause the episode and soak in this portion of the exercise for maximum effect. Ready? Imagine yourself. Imagine what you love about yourself. Slow it down to make sure you filter out any negative thoughts. Simply ask them to leave this party. Continue pumping love images of yourself into yourself. Recognize that you are a love factory. Woohoo! Give yourself credit for participating in those exercises. You are creating more love and joy in the world just by doing them. But wait, we are not done yet. We are going to do the exercise one more powerful time together, and then I am going to certify you as an everyday heroine love factory. But before I do it, there are a few things you must know first. There are a few more simple truths that I am going to share with you just in case you forgot or didn't know. You cannot control anyone else but yourself. Convincing or controlling others is a form of confrontation, which goes on the hateful pile. Perfection is not possible, so it can never be the ultimate objective of any game we play. Three powerful, simple truths before the final exercise. But let me share a quick story. Last weekend, I had a mother-daughter day with Anna, my daughter, which means that I drove up to Penn State to take her out for a meal and have some quality time together. Her love language is quality time, and the Olympics are on, so we went to a sports bar to hang out. Somehow, the topic of perfectionism came up, and I told her a very important story about me and my mother. It was my father's 80-something birthday, 
And my sister and her husband rented a place somewhere around Deep Creek in Maryland. His birthday was in January, and by the time Anna and I showed up, a snowstorm was coming, and we all decided to go home a little earlier than expected. I was kind of disappointed because I had decided to use this time to finally learn how to crochet like my mother does. She is a total expert. She has been crocheting and other things since she was eight years old. This is far beyond the 10,000 hours to mastery that I have spoken about before. It is second nature to her to crochet. It is part of who she is. She is such an expert. She can do this in her sleep, and I have witnessed it. As my parents were aging, I was feeling the pressures of getting all of the family secrets into my personal tool chest before the inevitable end of these loving relationships. I told my mom I wanted to learn how to do her baby blankets. She gave me a small piece of fabric and some thread. She also gave me some simple instructions to start. At the same time she's instructing me, she is doing one herself. So I can watch and learn and practice and learn and watch. My love factory was full and I was all excited to finally get the family recipe. Until things got real. I was doing my best and she was encouraging me along the way. It was a true blue mother-daughter love moment. After a lot of effort on my part and a little bit of progress, I stopped for a moment. When I picked back up and needed some help from my loving mother, somewhere in that time frame, I discovered why I didn't already know how to crochet. My mother lost her patience with me and in some very subtle but strong ways indicated that I shouldn't need to ask her for so much help and that the task at hand is easier than I was making it out to be. That's my version of the story. My mother may have a different version. As I was telling this story to my daughter, I pointed out that in that moment, I realized What made me such a perfectionist in life? I'm sure I had a ton of memories that I can no longer access from childhood that sent me down the perfectionist path. I apologized to my daughter because I'm sure I passed along the perfectionist gene. Now, I encourage her to fail. I would love to be the mother that always has open arms for all her successes and failures. I want to be equally loving and massively loving for all that she does in life. I want her to feel safe in life knowing that whatever she does, I will love her regardless. Being in a place where I could say that sincerely took me a long time and a ton of effort. I will always be a recovering perfectionist. And the one thing that I contribute to my own healing is a regular exercise in love. The true healing and recovery only came when I was able to be a love factory inside the most hateful environments. 
For those that don't know my mom, she is the sweetest, most loving woman that walks the planet. The love she infuses into her baby blankets is felt in every second a baby lives once they receive her blankets as gifts. Don't get me wrong, I love my mom, and she is sweet and adorable. There were just moments in time where she probably could have had a little bit more patience with me. And with that, you may have some insight as to what we are going to do next. And that is, pick something you hate. It could be broccoli. For the first time, you may pick something you hate just a little bit. I wouldn't recommend starting this part of the exercise with the boss you have a severe hatred for at first. With each passing exercise, you are encouraged to expand your practice to more hateful things as you grow your love factory. Eventually, you'll get to that place where you can handle the worst of the worst Just remember, it is like a muscle that needs to be exercised to get into Olympic shape. Imagine the immunity that you will build with such a love practice. Imagine the change that you will bring to the world as you pump out so much love, regardless of where you are and what you are experiencing. Here we go. One more time. Imagine a person, place, or thing that you don't like. Imagine one nice thing that you could say about that thing. Slow it down to make sure you filter out any negative thoughts. Simply ask the negative thoughts to leave this party. Continue pumping something nice into that thing. Keep it slow and steady until you feel some genuine niceness towards this thing. Recognize that you are generating love with even the slightest amount of niceness. You are a love factory. And with that, I certify you as an everyday heroine love factory. That is some magical love building exercises, my friend. With that, we can change the world and discover more joy, happiness, and success. Enjoy your adventures and journey responsibly. Thank you so much for listening to The Everyday Heroine. It is my honor to be on this journey in life with you. Feel free to hit the follow button as we continue our adventures. Check the show notes for additional information on this episode. You can also go to mariacoffman.com. Make sure you are on the email list to get podcast updates. You will also be the first to get updates on our products and services and everything else we have going on at the Kaufman Institute. For those looking for career and life advancement now, find the links to get on a coaching consult with me so that you too can be living your dream life like an everyday heroine. Everyone matters, and you deserve to live the life of your dreams. No need to wait or hesitate. Answer your call to greatness with one simple act of scheduling that call. For now, enjoy your adventures and journey responsibly. Cheers.
MariaKaufman.com is M-A-R-I-A-K-A-U-F-F-M-A-N.com. See you there.